Today on Locked on Ducks Hockey, the San Diego Goals enter the All-Star break with more standings points, some more about the All-Star game, and it's Hockey Day SoCal. All of this on today's Locked on Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning and a happy Thursday to everybody out there. This is Locked on Ducks, your daily podcast covering the Anaheim Ducks. Don't forget, we have fresh daily content Monday through Friday about the Anaheim Ducks, except for Thursdays, because as we always do on Thursdays, it is the variant of Locked on Ducks, which is Locked on Goals. That's right. All you San Diego fans out there wanting some content on the San Diego Goals, this is it, your weekly look into the Goals. And don't forget that you can subscribe to this. You can find this podcast and any of the shows on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, Twitter at LO underscore Ducks, or follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Once again, don't forget to subscribe. So the San Diego Goals entered the All-Star break, which was earlier this week, on a bit of a point streak once again as they traveled to Grand Rapids, Michigan to take on the Grand Rapids Griffins. Now, the Griffins did visit San Diego earlier this season. In fact, on one of those games, it was the star goalie for the Detroit Red Wings, Jimmy Howard. Yes, that Jimmy Howard, who was stopping pucks left and right. And in fact, Jimmy Howard got the shootout win earlier this season in San Diego. So how could the goals, I guess, fight back? Could they get some revenge? Well, let's find out. On Friday, that's last Friday, the San Diego Goals started their visit at Grand Rapids, and this was kind of a weird game. Uh, San Diego, they got the scoring started really early as they went on their first power play of the evening. Uh, Giovanni Smith got two for interference, and San Diego made them pay. As Max Jones got his second goal as a goal, with the Apples going to Sam Carrick and Daniel Sprong to make it one nothing San Diego. Only four minutes later, the goals got another goal. This one from Kiefer Sherwood, his 11th of the season, to make it 2 nothing San Diego. However, in the second period, things definitely took a turn for the San Diego's special teams. As Chris Terry got a two-minute penalty for slashing for Grand Rapids. So the goals had a power play. They had already scored one power play goal in this game. Well, it did not turn out well. Some sloppy passing and a bad turnover caused Dominic Turgeon to pick it up right at the blue line and passed it ahead to a streaking Chase Pearson who got the shorty against Anthony Stolarz. That's right, Chase Pearson got the short-handed goal for the Grand Rapids Griffins. And in fact, this was only the second short-handed goal allowed by San Diego, really, all season long. That does lead the league, and you have to give credit to San Diego for not allowing very many shorthanded goals. The fact that it's only their second shorty allowed all season, and we're more than halfway through, that's not bad. And the goals still have 12 shorties themselves. In fact, San Diego is one of the best teams in the American Hockey League as far as penalty kills concerned. Although it did not help them in this one because later in the second period, Philip Zadina got his power play goal, his eighth of the season, to make it a 2-2 tie going into the third period. And this is where the real back and forth began. 
at the time, Grand Rapids was winning on shots 27-20. The real back and forth began in the third period as both teams were peppering shot after shot. And really, the shot peppering really began at the end of the second period and it did not stop from there as San Diego was just relentless towards the goal. And finally, with about 13 minutes left, Troy Terry got his third of the season as a San Diego goal to give them a 3-2 lead. And guess who got the apple on that one? That's right. Anthony Stolarz, your favorite goalie, San Diego. Anthony Stolarz gets his fourth assist of the season. I think I'm going to do a deep dive on the next show, as far as the goals are concerned, talking about which, I guess, goalies have the most points in the American Hockey League. That's something worth looking up. But Anthony Stolarz gets his fourth assist of the season. However, Philip Zadina, only three minutes later, got his second goal of the night to tie it up at three goals apiece. So we'd go into overtime. And before going into overtime, it was tied 36 shots apiece for both teams. So it was a very even match. And then overtime, San Diego barely touched the puck. Uh, Grand Rapids got a very nifty goal only a minute into overtime. And Philip Sedina, going for the hat trick, had a very, very good shot on Anthony Stolarz that went right off his pads. But then right there to pick up the loose change was Matthew Ford. Yes, the all-star captain for the Western Conference, Matthew Ford, Picked up the loose change on the power play, by the way, to give the Griffins a 4-3 victory in overtime. Why was there a power play? Well, just before the period ended, before the third period ended, San Diego committed two penalties. Justin Kloos got two for boarding, and then right as San Diego won the faceoff and were on the penalty kill, Simone Benoit had a very careless, very careless delay of game penalty. So the goals were two men down, and they were lucky, lucky to get into overtime. And once overtime began, it was a two-man advantage for the Grand Rapids Griffins. In fact, it was still five on three, because the least amount of skaters you could have in overtime is three. So five on three, Matt Ford got the goal, Taro Heros and Philip Zadina got the apples on that one. Zadina damn near got a hat trick it was very close and i know the fans were ready to throw their hats but a big win for grand rapids and not a great loss for san diego they could have easily gotten two points grand rapids two for six in the power play san diego one for five but that shorty definitely cost him in the end We'll talk more about the San Diego goals after the first intermission, but first, I want to tell you how advertising can help your business, especially down in San Diego. If you've been a listener of this podcast, then I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Ducks, or in this case, the weekly variant Locked On Goals, is a great way for your local business to reach passionate San Diego Goals fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with San Diego Goals fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. 
local fans love to support local businesses, especially down in San Diego. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcasts.com forward slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On Advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777. Once again, that's advertising to 33777. Or visit lockedonpodcasts.com forward slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or in this case, Locked On San Diego Goals, the weekly variant to Locked On Ducks, where every Thursday we talk about your local team, San Diego. The Goals are looking to extend their point streak, and they did just that last Saturday against the Grand Rapids Griffins the previous night. The Goals only got one point, but on Saturday, things would be quite different as on the first period, not much happened as far as San Diego went. In fact, they only shot the puck five times. That's right, only five times. Grand Rapids shot it 14 times. And I'll just say this right now, this was the Anthony Stolarz show. This was only a preview of things to come. And I'll just say, Anthony Stolarz really stood on top of his head on this game because Grand Rapids, they had plenty of chances in that first period to score. And those chances were coming fast and furious. You want to talk about, you know, Joe Hicketts. You know, he had a couple of decent shots on there. And I got to give some credit to the goals for, you know, playing some pretty decent defense against a team in Grand Rapids that was just peppering left and right. Uh, Chris Terry, he was going at it. Uh, Michael Rasmussen, he had a couple of very good shots. And, you know, everyone was just going at him. Uh, Terry was one of them. And even after Chris Weidman took a delay of game penalty, the shots kept on coming from Grand Rapids. In fact, that first period, it was, wow, a whopping 14-5 in favor of Grand Rapids. Going into the second period, Ryan Johnston, who finally got his start for the goals, he scored his first of the season to make it a one to nothing lead for San Diego. In fact, uh, Ryan Johnston, he'd been kind of a healthy scratch. He's 28 years old. He's been around a while. That was his first goal of the season and his first goal in the American Hockey League since being a member of the St. John's Ice Caps all the way back in 2017. So it had been a while. Ryan Johnston, you know, he looked good on this game. And that was a very nice goal from him. Corey Tropp and Isaac Lundestrom getting the assists on that one. However, with about four minutes left, after a Chris Weidman tripping penalty... Matt Pumple got his 13th goal of the season on the Grand Rapids power play to make it a 1-1 tie. Dennis Cholowski and Taro Heroes got the assists on that one. And this is where, you know, the goals began to take some penalties. Anthony Stolarz, he even got a tripping penalty against him. So at this point, Grand Rapids is 1-4 for four on the power play. 
And really, San Diego didn't have a whole lot of time where it was even strength. That's especially true in the third period where things got nasty. As there was penalty after penalty, uh, Sam Carrick and Matt Ford started going at it. Uh, Sam Carrick would get an additional two for unsportsmanlike and Matt Ford for roughing. And the hitting just got much harder in that third period. Yes, it was tied 1-1. to After two periods, Grand Rapids had a 29-11 shot lead. How did San Diego only get 11 shots on the board? Well, credit Grand Rapids for some great blocking, some great defense, excellent forechecking. Yes, Grand Rapids did control possession of the puck. But in the third period, it seemed like Grand Rapids just kind of ran out of gas because Brent Gates Jr. got his fourth of the season and Isaac Lundestrom and Maxime Comtois got the assists on that one. And this was with about six minutes left in the game to make it two to one. And after Grand Rapids pulled their goalie, Calvin Pickard, Sam Carrick would get his 18th goal of the season, an empty netter, to secure the win for the goals, 3-1 final. So, San Diego entered the All-Star break on a bit of a point streak. They had won yet again, and this would give them a record of 18-16-5 heading into the All-Star break. As far as standings points, San Diego is 6th. However, they have 3 games in hand against Bakersfield and 4 games in hand against Ontario, including a very important game coming up this weekend, which I'll talk about on the final segment. But some final stats to give you on that game. Grand Rapids outshot San Diego 39-19. to Wow. As far as special teams went, San Diego 0-5. Power play just was not clicking on this game. That really hurts their percentage. Grand Rapids was 1 for 7. So Grand Rapids really only did well on two of their power plays. The other five just looked pretty bad as far as cross ice movement for Grand Rapids. But San Diego just took a plethora of penalties. And there was even one occasion, and I will go late in the game because to me that was the big highlight. With about two and a half minutes left, Daniel Sprong got a hooking penalty, and then only 40 seconds later, Simone Benoit got a penalty for holding, but then Taro Hiros got two for holding the stick. So San Diego was on a power or on a penalty kill for pretty much the end of the game, the like the last couple minutes of the third period. And that's when the shots just kept on coming towards Anthony Stolarz. Uh, Chris Terry had an excellent shot with 40 seconds left and a juicy rebound that went to Matt Pumple, but he just missed. Uh, actually, no, he didn't just miss. Stolarz got a piece of it. That puck could have gone in. And immediately after Stolarz got the save on that one, like it deflected off his glove, bounced off a Grand Rapids player, and went right to Sam Carrick, who would score the empty netter. So, I mean, that was kind of a weird play. But, you know, it ended up being in the favor of the goals. And they ended up winning it. So, here's how the standings look. San Diego has 41 points. Bakersfield, 43. Ontario, 45. However, as far as the percentages go, San Diego is fourth in the division 
in standings percentage with the rain and Bakersfield behind them. So what does that mean? That means this playoff race is going to be very tight. Colorado only has 48 points themselves, so they're within striking distance. The top two teams are going to be the Stockton Heat and the Tucson Roadrunners, as far as I'm concerned. But as far as Colorado, Ontario, Baco, San Diego, they're all very close. It's going to be a fun second half of the season in the AHL's Pacific Division. And coming up after the second intermission, we'll talk more about the San Diego goals as far as TV goes and an ode to the goals fans visiting Ontario. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I just want to give a brief shout out to some of the San Diego fans, actually a lot of the San Diego fans, that made it out to Ontario for the All-Star Game. I know uh, I talked about this with Sarah Avampado recently, and we're just amazed at the amount of fans that came out for the All-Star Game. Um, All the San Diego Goals fans took out an entire section right behind the penalty boxes around Section 103 of Toyota Arena, and it was filled to the brim. There were Goals fans everywhere. Oh, my gosh. They were loud they were fantastic a lot of the regulars at pachanga arena they showed up in droves they cheered for their guy at one point on sunday there was a little back and forth where they said you know let's go goals and then the rain fans chanted back with go rain go as it would be a typical game that's the kind of atmosphere that you want to show off to the rest of the country the rivalry is that real but then i did love that the anaheim i would right the san diego fans They really pushed for their guy, Anthony Stolarz, during the skills contest, and even more so during the game, especially when Stolarz got those 7-8 saves in a row. And they were spectacular saves, too. They were not easy, especially in a 3-on-3 format like that. Stolarz did a fantastic job, and I know Gulls fans are kind of spoiled by him at times, just like Rain fans are sometimes spoiled by their all-star, Cal Peterson. So, once again... To the Goals fans, thank you for coming out, and can't wait to see you all back in San Diego pretty soon. And speaking of San Diego, yeah, there's some games coming up that are going to be televised. In fact, there's going to be one televised on Fox Sports West and Prime Ticket and Fox Sports San Diego because this coming Saturday is Hockey Day SoCal. Yeah, so this is the third time they're doing this and this is coverage from the kings and the ducks and they're going to have all day coverage of just random events and games going on this year however they're going to show two hockey games well last year they did show two hockey games last year they showed a junior game they showed a game between the junior ducks and the junior kings and that game took place at the rinks this time they're going to show the goals versus the rain. And once again, you can see this on Fox Sports West and Fox Sports San Diego. You're going to have Hockey Day SoCal Live with Kent French, Guy Hebert, Derek Armstrong. Hey, just met, just met him. Carlin Bathe and Ali Lozoff. That's going to take place at Great Park Ice. So if you happen to be in the area 
if you happen to be at Irvine at that time, you know, check out Hockey Day SoCal Live. That's going to be on FSW and Fox Sports San Diego. The rest of these events are going to be on Fox Sports West and Prime Ticket and Fox Sports San Diego. At 4 o'clock, we're going to see the Ontario Reign at the San Diego Goals at Pachanga Arena. And that's going to have the announcers from both teams, BJ McPherson, Andy Zilch, and Cameron Close. Cameron Close for the Reign, BJ and Andy for your goals. And that's going to show on FSW Prime Ticket in San Diego. Once again, that game begins at 4 o'clock. And I urge not only all the goals fans to show up, I urge all the Rain fans to show up. This is a game that's going to be seen all throughout the region. It's a big rivalry game between your minor league teams. And you've got some fantastic guys going against each other. I'm going to predict that because it's a big deal game, I think we're going to see Cal Peterson versus Anthony Stolarz, the two all-star goalies. And you're going to see Marty Firk play for the Ontario Reign. You're going to see his hard shot go at it. You're going to see, you know, Weidman go at it. You're going to see Sam Carrick. You know, a plethora of great players. So once again, that game begins at 4 o'clock. Then after that, we have the Freeway Faceoff Live from Staples Center with Patrick O'Neill, Daryl Evans, Guy Haber, Carlin Bathe, and Ali Lozoff. That begins at 6.30 or immediately after the Rain versus Goals game. Then at 7.30 p.m., it's the Freeway Faceoff. The Anaheim Ducks at the LA Kings. That takes place at Staples Center. And both teams are going to have their own telecasts. The Kings will have their guys. The Ducks will have their guys. Then immediately after that, Freeway Faceoff Live once again. So this is a great opportunity to see the rain and the goals on TV in your local market. So definitely check that out. Once again, that is this Saturday, February 1st at 4 p.m. Definitely check that out. And with that, I just want to thank you all for listening. You can listen to today's podcast or any of the previous episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Also, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally on Twitter at StimpyJD. You saw a few all-star posts. Thank you all for checking in on that. And I want to thank you all for listening. If you want to chat hockey with me, hit me up on Twitter or email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. On behalf of myself, I'm grateful to have this chance to talk to hockey with you guys, and I'm glad to chat weekly with you guys about the San Diego Goals for Locked On Ducks, or rather, Locked On Goals. <laughs> I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great day. I'll see you all at the arena, and stay classy, San Diego.